What made Vincent van Gogh one of the greatest painters and most tortured souls of all time? Was Harry Houdini predestined to become the great escape artist based on his family's great escape? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz, and on my new podcast, Personology, I'll be joined by amazing experts to delve into the minds of famous historical figures. If you want to know what really made exceptional people tick, then take a listen to Personology. Find Personology on March 9th on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Smiley little pup. She just knows when you take a picture of her. She's she smiles. Oh. What the heck is going on? <laughs> Hi, Andrew. <laughs> What's up? You just oh. looked so angry. Hey. I'm always angry at you. Understandable. What are your show prep notes look like today? Because <laughs> you'd be like, what the hell Hello, does Andrew. any of this Welcome mean? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Here, grab the mic. Grab a seat. Andrew's bored because he keeps coming in here. Yeah. If you don't know Andrew, <laughs> I work with Andrew on my normal job. Oh, okay. That's what you're calling it, your normal job? <laughs> okay, There's nothing cool. normal about it, but I mean my day-to-day job. You sounded like Eliza Thornberry. Why? <laughs> my job? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You smell like whatever that sandwich works. you're eating. Roast beef. Mm. And I just had a- I uh, smell like beef. <laughs> yeah, you smell like beef. Yes. You smell like beef. <laughs> Who's Amy? Intro to Amy. Oh, the you're intro. listening to 20-somethings doing nothing. I'm Ricky. I'm Jake. And I'm Greg. No, <laughs> kidding. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I got really wrapped up. I got really excited that Andrew was here. So I just- I've never been on your podcast. You haven't. Well, whose fault is that? Um, Ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we shit, actually want to have Andrew mind. on to roast you one day. Roast beef like he just ate? Roast you. That was a good joke. That wasn't a good Nobody joke. Nobody even laughed at that. Because it wasn't funny. I thought it was pretty Typically funny. Typically when a joke's funny, the audience laughs. <laughs> and when they don't, it means it's not funny. I've caught myself laughing at a lot of my own jokes lately. Lately? That's <laughs> <laughs> no, always, always been a thing. Have you ever said something that you thought is really funny and then everyone just kind of doesn't say anything? That's why you just repeat it. And then you're like, <laughs> "What? yeah, right? Like, And then you repeat the joke. And then if nobody laughs that time, then you're just kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, how also, about the weather? I self high five a lot too. If I think something's funny, I'll be like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny." I, mean, I feel like See, then, then that would make me giggle. Exactly. So that's a good way to make people laugh at jokes that aren't funny. Mm-hmm. Icebreakers. This isn't on your show prep. <laughs> Instead, we can't talk no. about this. <laughs> Amy is. Amy. Oh yeah, because Amy went Amy to Vegas from last week. If you li- wow, way to just give it away. Right away. <laughs> I got really excited about it. If you listened to last week, oh Andrew didn't, so we'll fill you in with the rest of the people who didn't listen. I feel like this is shameless. You know, at the beginning they're like, "What were you doing that was so important that you didn't watch last week?" I'm not telling you what happened, and then they tell you what happened. Also, oh. I can't watch Shameless because I don't have a Showtime subscription anymore. That sucks. Well, yeah. my parents paid for it because I'm broke. Oh, can I have your login? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah. Actually. All right. Actually. So last week, intern Amy, you know intern Amy. Yeah. So she was going on a surprise birthday trip with her with her best friend. Best friend. And her mom helped her best friend plan it. And she oh. knew that she was going somewhere warm on a plane, but uh-huh. she didn't know where she was going. Oh. So we also, I mean, at the time, she didn't know where she was going. So now we know where she went. And she went to Vegas. Oh, Vegas is nice. Yeah. Yeah. She just <laughs> turned 21. Like, ah, so that's. That. Yeah, she just turned 21. That's why. I feel like I would enjoy Vegas a lot more if I didn't go for business. I was just going to ask. Yeah, what you is only go for business. Yeah. yeah okay. I, but the premise of Vegas also is odd to me. Like. I don't know. Vacations for me, I want to be walking around, moving, like enjoying the scenery. Vegas, it's more like, hey, you're in this really big hotel and you go shopping. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
Like, that's not fun to me. I don't want to go to a bunch of shopping malls. I could Wait, just... that's what you do in Vegas? <laughs> Vegas is basically about the hotels. I thought Vegas was about getting hammered up and winning, losing all your money. Well, notice how I said winning first and then corrected myself. Yeah, because you're definitely losing. <laughs> Why are you telling your fellows 20 somethings? to lose all their money in Vegas. That's very... No, I, that's, no, I don't enjoy lose. Vegas. I just... That's what Vegas you do. That's what you do in Vegas. That was not English. Hmm. That's what Vegas you do. <laughs> okay. That's what I did when I went to Vegas. But I you had a great time, though. You don't strike me as a gambler, Andrew. I've gambled. I never gamble. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's just then I get, like, really into thinking that, like, is luck involved? It's not. But I'm like, oh, my God, everything is coming together. It means I should bet more. <laughs> No. Right. If the table's hot, keep betting. Yeah. And, and then, then you I, lose everything. But in Vegas, it scares me because I think, like, who knows how to count cards? Probably everybody. So then The serious no- ones that are there all the time? Most definitely. That's scary. Yeah. Because then I feel like they're going to do, like, card tricks. It's like the Now You See Me movie. Great movie. Cards. You also have a cover over your laptop camera. Yeah. So you're very, uh, not Suspicious. Skeptical. Suspicious, I guess, is the right word. What I mean- Mark Zuckerberg does it. And if the guy who invented Facebook does it, why would I not do it? Well, have you ever seen the movie Snowden? Oh, boy. Jake has brought up this movie on this podcast at least three times and in real life in our normal conversations at least 16. That's what makes me so... It makes me not want to watch it because he keeps telling me to watch it. I feel like he, like, it's almost... Snowden is his, like, big word. Like, it's like guys, when I bring up when I have nothing smart exactly. to talk about. But you want to seem smart. Like, At a fancy dinner. Guys, you know, the, the geopolitical atmosphere ever since Snowden, <laughs> right? Ever since Snowden, it's changed. <laughs> Got to cover those cameras. Oh Snowden, am I right, guys? Well, you I mean, might be right, actually. It was a true story, fact. though. Okay. Like, have you ever seen Sully? God. <laughs> is that the guy who landed the airplane? Yes. In the, was it the Hudson? Yeah, see, I'm just bringing it up to sound smart. That doesn't make you smart No, BB, no. It was, it, it was a really good movie, though. Was it? Like, legitimately, it was a good movie. See, that one I would watch because you haven't told me to watch it 35 times. Oh, you should watch Sully. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> You've already ruined Snowden. It's really hard, you know, going day by day. It's just like we live our lives in like a post-Snowden atmosphere. <laughs> Post-Snowden? Post-Snowden apocalypse? Well, that's fun for intern Amy. Yeah, yeah so well, she now went, I kind of want to take you to Vegas and show you how I did Vegas. I would like oh, to boy. go. I would go when it's when I actually am not working. Yeah, well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I want to take would, you to Vegas. I would like to see a show. I want to go to one of the pool parties. Yes. So oh, I didn't yeah. get to do a lot of things in Vegas the first time that I went that I wanted to do mm. because the first time I went was mainly just me getting fucked up with my girlfriends Fun. and going to pool parties. That and, sounds like Vegas, though. Yeah, but there's so many other things that you actually can do in Vegas. Like, I wanted to see old Vegas. I didn't get to do that. I wanted to do the yes. So I did. Well, I did the hike through the Grand Canyon, but I wanted to do another hike, and I didn't get to do that. Mm. And um, you know what we should do? We should go to Vegas, and we should jump out of an airplane because we've talked about jumping out of an airplane. I'm in, and you've never actually experienced like Vegas, Vegas when you're not working. I would do it. This is happening. I did go to the Taco Bell Cantina though, so like I'm just telling you my Vegas experience. While I have had to work, the Taco Bell Cantina makes up for it always. Is that where you can drink at Taco Bell? Yeah. The, huh. Like the alcoholic slushies are amazing. They're opening one up in New York in just a couple of weeks. Is that going to ruin it though? No, God, no. I, I say, can talk about any Make reservations? Is it like that kind of place? <laughs> well, I want to go. You place your order in advance. This way, like you don't have to wait in the line. But then oh. you get your they get you pick what slushy you want. So you're like, oh, I want a Baja Blast slushy. Then you go up to the thing and they fill it up and they're like, oh, do you want a double shot? 
What? Always. It's Always. so freaking good. <laughs> so in New York, it's going to be like, you want a double shot? 18 more dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the experience, Jake. Sometimes you got to right. spend money okay. you to sound, experience You things. sound like somebody who lives in New York City. It's like, oh, you paid $27. I lived in New York City for two years. You paid $27. You don't even live in New York City. You live in Hoboken. That's I why I in get Brooklyn annoyed. for two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you paid $28 for a glass of wine? Yeah, it's, it was about the experience, though. I don't care what the experience is. I'm not it. paying $28 for a glass of wine. All right, well, Andrew and I are going to go to Taco Bell Cantina without you, motherfucker. In. No, that's so cheap. In. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to go to Taco Bell Cantina. Um, I'm not going to lie. It costs like 18, 19 bucks for just like a quesadilla and the alcoholic slushie. Oh. We didn't want so you to Ricky come and I are going to go and <laughs> enjoy Taco Bell Cantina. I'll go to Five Guys. <laughs> you can go shave your back now, Jay. <laughs> 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 Ricky's only laughing because she hasn't heard you say that 7,000 times. I would still laugh anyway. Says you, you who brings up... There you go. <laughs> I have, feel you like seen it, have you ever you, seen it, though? No. Oh, it's a great movie. I know about Edward Snowden. The sad part is I could probably tell you more about Edward Snowden than oh, you did watching said movie. 100%. That would have been a good question to ask him what his first name was because Jake would have been like, uh... Doug. I, was, <laughs> Doug. I totally knew it was Edward. What are you talking about? Craig Snowden. <laughs> Craig Snowden. Oh, I went that, to school with legit, him. Richard. Though, actually. Mm. Dick Snowden. Know what you should do? Dick Snowden sounds familiar. Like a Halloween episode of your podcast. <laughs> I would love that. Halloween's my that, favorite. What does that entail in Andrew's brain? I'm feeling like you have listeners send you creepypastas. What? Ooh. And then you read them on the air. Creepy you don't even pastas? know what they are, do you? Listen, he Did doesn't go on pasta? the internet much because of <laughs> he his post. He lives under a rock. Oh, Did yeah, you say pasta? <laughs> yes, creepypastas. They're like very famous things. What's a pasta? Creep- it no, can- it's like creepy shit that people yeah. like experience with like ghosts or like uh, cult stuff. It's They're really good. They're really scary. Yeah. That's where Slender Man came from. Really from. Creepy. Like, Just typing creepypasta. Just typing creepypasta. <laughs> He's like, don't talk anymore. I thought it was Just a food, and type. I was really confused. I was picturing like squid ink pasta, squid, ink? which is creepy pasta. No, it's not. It's delicious. It's creepy though. I pasta love is, should not pasta. be black. I've never heard of it. Oh, you've Do never heard of squid ink pasta? No, but you've it's heard of so creepy good. pastas. Because creepy pasta is so much more up my alley about creepy shit that actually I care about. Right, squid ink pasta, pasta is delicious. Is and you get it with fuck. like a fried diavolo sauce. See, so it's like spicy. Ooh. And you get the squid Wait, my mouth is actually watering right now. It's amazing. Wait, what is I'm fried hungry, sauce? And we're talking about this. What? What? Fried, what'd you say? Fried, fried Diablo. Sauce? Fried Diablo. That? It's like the spicy tomato sauce. Oh, I thought you said yeah. fried. <laughs> yeah, they fry the sauce. Like, what? Have you guys ever seen Snowden? <laughs> 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 Look, this is squidding pasta. Oh, do we eat squidding pasta while we read our creepypastas? Yes! That's genius! <laughs> oh my we god. Go, you get it you from Il Molino down the street. Yes. Oh, and there's a place we. You can, and they, you could just bring it in and eat the pasta. Perfect. That's what we're doing. Andrew, would you like to join for that um, episode? Yes. Perfect. I would love to. Beautiful. Because I know that great. you're actually probably more into the creepypastas than Jake's going to well, be. Oh, yeah. So we'll have full on conversations while Jake just sits in the corner and cries. Uh, <laughs> just cries. <laughs> Jake should be high when he does it because I feel like Jake would just come in every once in a while and just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? We should so, all be high for it. Oh, then I wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. I've never seen you high. Yeah, because I don't really smoke anymore. and Because no. when I do, I get fucked up. <laughs> so I like don't smoke anymore. Well, you also get fucked up when you drink, but you still drink. Yeah, but I know when I'm going to get to that point. That's my own decision that I'm making to get fucked up. Yeah. Like I'm willingly doing it. I know if I smoke, I'm going to be really messed up huh. until I nap. Till you so nap. I need to have like until a, I an nap. actual- You're like, like a child. I am. I'm going to be pissed off No, until I, I need to get high, I need to eat, and then I need to nap in that order. That's a good order. And then I'll be fine. 
but I need huh. to block out a solid like three hours of my day. That Andrew's like, I'm not talking about smoking on this podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't smoked in the longest time. Really? No. Wow. My friends got pregnant. And now it's like, mm. uh, I always never do it by myself. Like, I feel like getting high by yourself is just kind of like meh. In high school, I did all the time. I'm sure it's fun. Like, yeah, I've watched sure movies high by myself. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I've smoked by myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and I lied. <laughs> but I feel like as you get older, it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, I don't know. I've always said smoking is more fun, but now I feel like I'm switching to drinking. Mm. Well, drinking is more social, getting older. I feel yeah. like, than smoking. It's weird. I'm older than all of both of you. I know. All tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow I turn 26 and I'm kind of freaking out. Whenever I tell people that I'm one year older than you, they're like, Wait, what? Jake's not like five years younger than you? I'm like, no. <laughs> wow, he's that's baby kind Jake. of uh, what am I just like super immature? Mm. <laughs> Snowden, though. Yeah. <laughs> if we go back so to the geopolitical the atmosphere. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really When they landed the plane, I watched Snowden <laughs> and Sully. How old are you, Ricky? 26. Oh, you should have asked, how old do you think I am? I would have said 26. Oh. He, I've known him for four years. So when he actually thought about it, he'd be like, well, I've known you for four years and you were intern then. You could only be like these age range. Like he probably would have guessed. When you hit 27. Whew, tell How old are you? 27? Yeah. Oh, You're like really your late 20s. I know. I'm like about to be late 20s, but not really. It gets miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's turning 30 on Halloween. The guy who I'm talking to. And I just keep, I've been saying to him for the last month that he's 30 and he's kind of freaking out. I know you can't do that. Poor Steve. You can't age but him more I than he to. is. I have to. So what is this buying a house topic? Very oh. interesting. You know, okay. Also, we do this thing where we have really good transitions to the next topic, and oh, okay. you're kind of ruining that. Oh, okay. okay, no. I have so great let's, transitions. Let's show Jake Andrew. suck, and no. Jake likes to call out my good transitions go, let's show oh, good him. transition. I'm like, where's the magic in radio in this? So you call it okay. out. Okay, ready? We're talking about turning 30 years old, transition into buying a house. Oh, that's such an easy one. Yeah, obviously. Speaking of turning 30. No, not I had a friend on of... Facebook. <laughs> no. That's how I transition. See, my, his suck. It's always speaking of. No. Mine would be like, I hope I own a house by the time I'm 30. And then oh, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's so weird. Topic. Great transition because the other day, and I'm like, why are you calling it out, dude? <laughs> Wait, so you don't actually read from the list? No. Oh, so people don't know what the topics no, are. No, the list no. is just for us. Yeah. Oh. Because otherwise we also, won't remember what we yeah. talk about. And we because... also don't get to all of them sometimes and go off on tangents about mm. things like creepypastas. Yeah. Right, like was creepypasta on the list? No, no, I didn't even know what the hell creepypasta was. I think I'm going to buy a house next year. Yeah? Whoa. Yeah, I think I'm going to do Whoa. it. Whoa. Where do you think you're going to buy? I think I went to Jersey City. I want to buy an apartment. Mm. Well, it would be a condo then, wouldn't it? No, because you can buy apartments. You can buy apartments. Isn't <laughs> the difference between a condo and an apartment is somebody owns a condo? No, Jake. No, we talked about this before. That's not the difference. So what makes it a condo? We Jake, listed con- off the things that make condos different than apartments. I don't remember. I was probably high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. This reminds me of that one part of the movie. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> Just so done. So now Wait, I'm going to turn Jake's what's mic the, off. What's the difference? <laughs> this is going to be Ricky and Andrew. I know to know. Yeah, condos are like mini houses almost. They have like garage. We did this. It was a garage and there was like three other things that made it different. Outside, than bigger. So you're going to buy an apartment? Yeah, I think so. A one bedroom? Smart. Two. I'm going to try for a two in Jersey City. And live alone? No, maybe I'll see if I could get a roommate. And then you will be the landlord. Yeah. Okay, so now- And you got to pay a mortgage. Right, yeah. you have to pay a mortgage. But yeah. part of that person's rent yeah, goes, goes to your mortgage. If, uh, then I don't have to move mm-hmm. ever again. It's, doesn't it scare you, though, <laughs> the thought of like being 
financially responsible for anything that happens. So here's like a fun story that I'm just going <laughs> to like love fun quickly throw down. <laughs> so I have been in credit card debt since I was like 22. Okay, this is crazy because this is about to be the next topic and this is wild that this is working out this way. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just like thrilled right now. 22, I got my first credit card and I was like, treat yourself. I worked here. I'm like, I'm going to go on vacation, all this other stuff. It was like unlimited money. Mm-hmm. Turns out you have to pay credit cards <laughs> back. <laughs> and so every time I would go on these vacations, I would put them on credit cards and then be in such significant credit card debt that it was just like, where do I even start? Exactly. So every year for the past like four years, I would pay it off, but then get myself into the same problems <laughs> or have it left over where it was just like, maybe it'll be conquered one day. I'll just spend more. <laughs> I hope for Jesus. Um, <laughs> so then like just in the past, like three months, I set, well, actually at the beginning of this year, I was like, set myself up to say by the end of this year, like your credit card, like debt free. And I stuck to it and I just paid it all off last month. <gasps> oh my God, that's so exciting. And I have to say, like, you look at things like buying a part, like in my head, I'm thinking, where do I want the next five years of my life to be? I don't want to keep paying rent. Like, yeah, it's, it's literally throwing money away. A hundred percent. And on top of that, like, I know for a fact I'm maybe in Jersey City for another five, six years. So why not just buy something, live in it. Worst comes to worst, I get a job in another state. I could always rent it out to yep. people. Yeah. Not like, difficult. It just makes more sense. Agreed. Once you like figure out that credit cards aren't unlimited money, which I feel like is a basic <laughs> premise going into it, but for some people it's not. That's like, why I refuse to get a credit card and I haven't had one and I've gone till 26 without one. So smart. Because I know so me. So smart. You need to build your credit though. No, I build my not credit true. through all of my student loans and yeah. paying them every month and my car payments, everything else that I pay for. I don't need oh, a credit yeah, card. We discussed this. I got a, a car loan on my own just based off of the fact that I was paying my student loan debt and it wasn't a like crazy interest rate or anything. It was like a 3% interest rate wow. when I bought, and that was three years ago. So here's the, here's also the invest in apps like stash and acorns. Okay. You like oh. get Bitcoin and I don't support Jake, Bitcoin. When that goes back up <laughs> in a post noted <laughs> era, you're going to be like, what? Cryptocurrency. Remember that movie about Bitcoin and when you bought it? Craig Snowden told me that was really cool. Uh, That's how it happened. Do you know anything about the dark web? Yeah, is it like creepy pasta? <laughs> isn't a shit. No, isn't anything. that isn't Jake's the dark canceled. web where you can <laughs> what'd you say? Jake's canceled. <laughs> isn't the dark web where you can buy stuff on the black market? I'm I mean, like, the basic understanding is not. there. It's just, like, if I wanted to press further, I would probably... Go in a circle of nonsense that didn't make sense. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, here's the thing about buying a house. <laughs> Speaking of buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> so much. No, so it, th- paying rent is literally throwing money away, right? But nowadays, nobody can afford to buy a fucking house. So true. Mm-hmm. Like... Now you're at a point in New Jersey or New York. Now now you're at a point in your life or will be by the time you want to buy a house that you will be able to put down a down payment Mm -hmm. on this house and then pay whatever the monthly mortgage is because it'll probably be very similar to what you're paying in right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's the biggest thing is the down payment. Yep. Right. You have to pay what? What is it? 10 or 20? 10%. 10%. Yeah. It, but it could you go should up do to 20. more. Yeah. You yeah. should do more just to like. That'll make your mortgage. Yeah. Then your lower. mortgage payments less. But they want typically but 10%. But it's crazy. So then you have no option. To you. But to pay rent. So I'm literally. Which then you, know you can't save for rent? a down payment for a house because you're paying rent. It's a really big catch 22. I moved yeah. into my apartment three years ago this month. 
So I pay. You also don't pay a lot for rent for right, the apartment exactly, that you have. Wait. So you are the last person to complain. <laughs> wait, how many months is three years? Thirty-six months. I've paid thirty-two thousand dollars in. That rent. makes you want to die. That's just never going to go to anything. Disgusting. Thirty-two thousand dollars. That could be a down payment for a hundred fifty thousand dollars house. Yeah. Or but where is car. your hundred fifty thousand dollars house going to be? Is the yeah, question. that's the issue <laughs> yeah. too. When Jake is living in East of Bumblefuck, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> but your commute will to? be great. In the middle of nowhere, Idaho. Yeah, the commute will be great. I'll have a garage and five bedrooms. <laughs> Do a lot of 20-year-olds listen to this show? 20-somethings. Yeah. 20-somethings? Yeah. We get 30-year-olds. So we get less we than 20-somethings. Well, I just feel like being financially responsible is something that once you like, I don't know, it just clicks. And I'm saying that now because I'm credit card debt free, but like, Hopefully, pray to Jesus in six months, I won't be in the same position. Yeah. <laughs> but I set up auto pa- automatic payments on my credit card. So well, now I'm like dedicated. Though. Yes, it does because I never it had does. it before. Because I'm yeah, saying I do myself- automatic payments for everything because otherwise I won't remember or I'll yeah, overthink it. But is automatic payment going to help you spend less? Yeah, because I'm not saying to myself, like, I'm keeping enough in my debit card to have money. First of all, I now set up automatic deposits into my savings account. Oh, that's I smart. did that, yep. And that's the best thing that you could do because yes. you don't think about it. And then you get your paycheck. I do it the same day as my paycheck. It takes money right out. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's and smart. I'm just used to the amount that I get yep. now. And I don't think about it. And then I go and look at my savings. And I'm like, where did all this come from? So smart. <laughs> do, you, um, do you do like a percentage of your check or you do just do you like decided an amount that so you put in? I read about the rule of like 30, mm-hmm. 40, 30. What? And it's like 30% of your paycheck should be going towards your savings like 40 percent should be going towards like your like living, living expenses, expenses yeah and like the other 30 should go towards bills mm-hmm. and so what is living expense where does like spending money come in there the 40 percent that's living, living expenses yeah oh i take living expenses as like rent and well mm. you need that to live but you also need food to live don't you <clears throat> no and, i'm like, talking about like going out like spending money Oh, I don't know. That's in the you would 40. put that in the I would 40? say that's in yeah. the 40, okay. right? It's like living. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, because you're still living. Yeah, because the other 30% is for your rent. It's for your like your bill for Verizon or whatever you use. Yeah. Also, everyone Hashtag should have sponsored. a 401k that they start. The well, sooner you start, the better you are. If you don't have a full-time job, though, you can't get that. I mean, no, you can, they do. Actually. It's no, called can. a Roth IRA. Yes, yeah, you, a Roth IRA. You can get one. <laughs> I don't one. know what I'm saying. Anybody can get one. <laughs> so there's literally no excuse not to. And you should start. The sooner you start, the better off you are in the end. Yeah. Well, it's nice when you're employed because hopefully your employer matches a certain percentage. This is so I'm like, in boring. what world <sighs> does the employer match anything now? They like don't match shit anymore. We get a percent. Well, a very small percentage of matching. Yes, yeah. <laughs> especially compared to other. But people I tell I you, to. I just got another offer. Remember, I talk about this all the time. How I I get these these intro offers from banks and credit cards. I just got one from some bank in the city. It's four hundred dollar offer. You, they literally will give you four hundred dollars if you follow these three steps, and then you only need the account open for like six months, and then you can close the account and take the four hundred bucks. Huh. That's what Jake's I did at. Been- um, what Fucking the at? system for the Hashtag last two Jake years. Scam. I know. I've done that like three times now. I can't wait until you're on the news. Yeah. I'm like, I knew that guy. Well, you're allowed he to do it. He just kept opening up all these credit cards. <laughs> using different names. Yeah. He was laundering money. What was that business that he started? He was doing it all on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> so my mm. issue with buying a house, though, is that I have a lot of friends that keep buying houses, but they keep buying houses with their significant others. Ah. Uh, uh, and it's that was happened. a good transition. Th- shut the fuck <laughs> up, Jake. 
But there's three of my friends who bought houses with their significant others. And all three of them, I told them, don't do that. That's stupid. And also, don't put both of you on your mortgage. Because when you put both of you on the mortgage and then you break up, which is inevitable in the end because you're only 24, then one of you needs to refinance. And that's a fucking bitch to do. And then you have to start all over again. Don't do it. But. All three of them broke up. All three of them had to refinance. <laughs> but like my question is, what 24-year-old is buying a house? Like three who are you of my friends, friends with? I'm friends with people who have jobs that aren't in radio. Mm. <laughs> and wow. very well-paying goals. Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> and they make very good money. And they were good. And they made enough that they could get a house. Mm. Mm. They also had their like? significant, they had another person though. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. just one person. Yeah. They made good money already and then their significant other made good money. So it was like together they made very good money and could so afford a house. they just like have a house. So the one still owns a house. Um, the other one refinanced and then sold it. So she wasted so much money refinancing just That's to sell it. So sad. And then the other one had to move out because they broke up and the other person still owns the house. Mm. So, so it just keeps happening. And I'm like, this is so stupid. The, Stop doing it. Nobody listens to me. The reason that this came up is because I was on Facebook the other day. I know nobody goes on Facebook. And uh, that's not true, though. Facebook's still huge. Eh. Uh, it has like almost 2 billion people. Like it still is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I would look at like the demographic that it goes towards mm. when you say that. So I saw one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Not a big Facebook fan. One of my friends posted a picture that her... And this guy bought a house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And I was like, did I miss something? Like, did they get engaged? And they, they didn't. They just have been in a relationship for a few years and they bought a house. Yep. Yeah. And I don't get it. I really don't. And I was talking to somebody at work the other day and they know a couple that did that. And they're happily married with children and like it all worked out, which I'm sure it can happen. But what are the odds of that really working out? Oh, first of all, why would you not move? I mean, they did live together before they bought this house. They did some serious stalking. So they live together in their <laughs> friends. Like, I need to know what's they, happening. They live together in their friend's basement or something before they bought a house, but that's not like really living together. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you're answering your own questions. You're like, isn't it crazy? But like they live together. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't it crazy? But they've been going out for Welcome five years. Even if you going out for five years, I don't think that's enough. Jake's a hater. To be buying it. I'm not a hater. I'm just... <laughs> He took that personal. He took that personal. Listen to Ricky's stories. She knows three couples that this happened to, and they all broke up or fucked up their finances because of this. But you just saw someone on Facebook. Like these aren't. Is it your friend? Because it doesn't sound okay. So then now you're getting invested emotionally. (laughs) He's like, I seriously stalked them. They lived in their friend's basement for eight months. I feel like I'm watching for three years. I feel like I'm watching them. Make terrible decisions and share it with the world. So sit so back and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Oh my God. Those status <laughs> updates will be quality. <laughs> I thought I loved you. You were the one. Whatever happened to you were my one and only. It was like my friend who had a baby, and then she posted on Facebook that oh, they yeah. broke up. Oh. <gasps> why would you post that? And then they got back together. I'm like, why would you post an angry Facebook status about that? And I then be like, JK, we love each other. I cannot <laughs> and stand. And our baby's beautiful and amazing. Vague booking. It is the worst yep. thing in the entire Maybe world. That's why I don't go on anymore. It's gotten less in recent... I mean, you could always find one or two that are really yeah. good. But well, you just don't go on because you people usually feel their, share their feelings on Facebook and you don't have any feelings. <laughs> so you have no it. reason to go on. Oh, jeez. You it. guys are mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 20-somethings doing nothing. <laughs> we don't this really do anything. This is the way we do things here. <laughs> 
But I I have to agree with Jake, though. I Thank think it's you. stupid to buy. If you're in my, this is what I said. If you're going to buy the house, put one person on the mortgage, whoever makes the most money and Maybe is they willing did. to have the house afterwards. Yep. My one friend was going to do that and then I believe she actually stuck with it. So she was like, fine. But like everybody else got screwed. And I was like, this is stupid. I mean, again, I think you have to take circumstance. I mean, how old is this person that you know? Tell Ooh. me that they're also like in their 40s. No. And then I'll just be like, you know what? Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cue to no, leave. No, they must be 22, 23. 23? 22, 23. Do Probably their parents 23. just not care about them to Did tell they go them to that this college? is really stupid? Yes. I feel like I'm not getting full details. Yeah, I thought you stopped If you did them. some deep Facebook, so I need like the Wait, FBI let portfolio. If, let me see if their birthday is on their Facebook if they're 23. 23 is a little young. That's a little young? Well, to be buying a house with your boyfriend. I was still doing really stupid shit at 23. Yeah. I don't remember You were name. in credit card debt. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting drunk every day. <laughs> you still are. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've toned it down. It's weekends now. It's social drinking. It's only days that end in Y now, okay? What, what is her name? Jake? That's every day. What? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? There was a scene in this movie, Snowden. It was great. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I feel like you're not going to get the details that we need. I've so killed the Snowden I'm going to move now. on. I'm not getting the details. It's that we great need. that we're talking about the fact that people keep moving into homes and then screwing their lives up because of debt and because of money and because they love doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Wait. Also, I know you're trying to transition <laughs> into the next thing. Also, I this episode just making me really sad because I realized I've spent $30,000 in rent. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, okay. That's so shitty. You're not the only one. There's people who spent way more. Well, Andrew's lived on his own for two years longer than I have, right? Yeah. So he you're fucked. Definitely yeah. spent more than that. It's disgusting. Hence why he wants to rent. buy an apartment now. Yeah. You should. And then, like, you know, if you crap. need a, a roommate, I, I clean things well. Something tells me that's not true. I, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I can't I'm unorganized but clean. Like, I have shit everywhere, but I'm that. clean. I'm like that, too, though. Like, my toilet is clean. Like, you could lick it. It's that clean. I would never well, lick your right toilet, now. ever. <laughs> I would never ask you to lick my toilet. You just But I'm just did. saying, <laughs> what are you doing tonight? You want to lick my toilet? <laughs> Back on track here. Speaking of licking email. toilets. <laughs> oh, is this the part of the show that says listener email? <laughs> yes. You're ruining how we do it. <laughs> You're so good at this, Andrew. <laughs> This is a listener I'm email. I'm totally going to get invited back to this podcast. <laughs> well, we have to do creepy pastas. Yeah. With our, what is it? With squid creepy pasta? pasta. With squidding pasta. Creepy pastas while eating creepy pasta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you said it like three times and nobody was saying anything. So that's when you should like go. Going back to the uh, original let try, topic. Let me what try happens? Andrew's thing. Nope. It's I still didn't make it funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have someone who uh, sent us an email because she wants some advice. We'll call her Alice. Oh, that's a... Okay. Why is that... What do you have against Alice's? I cannot get hung up on a name. Please just read the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we just call her like Stacy? No, we've already used that. Her name okay, is Alice. Alice. Get okay, the f- okay. I'm really trying not to curse as much on the podcast Steve? and you make me curse. It's your fault. <laughs> I'm 25 years old and absolutely love listening to your podcast. Thanks. Thank you, Alice. I can relate on so many different levels and I'm looking for some advice. I recently started dating someone for about four months and he just told me that he has a good amount of credit card debt that he's in. 
He even went as far as asking me for money to pay it off, which I didn't give to him. Our relationship has moved pretty quickly. We've already said I love you. And to be honest, I've never loved anyone like I love him. His lease is up in April and I'm renting from my roommate. So we plan on looking for a place once his lease is up. The only problem is his debt. I feel when the time is right and we go to buy a place, his debt will ruin our chance of owning our quote unquote dream home. Is this a big red flag? I'm someone who tends to be in relationships longer than they should last because I feel like I can just deal with any red flags any person has. Any advice would be great. I think it's great that we have somebody who just went through having credit card debt for so long. This is perfect timing. To give some advice as well. This timing is It's going to be a no from me, dog. Just like do not move in together. I would say no. Why are you saddling yourself with... Okay, first of all. First of all. (laughs) Just no. Like... (laughs) Just no. Like, I get it, but you've been going out for five months. Like, let's pump the brakes for two seconds. Wait, when are they trying? When does she want to move in with him? When her lease, her is, lease up, is up. Which is when? And I think she said a month. Let me check. Or no, didn't she say? I heard his April lease, when his summer. lease is up. She's living with a friend. His lease is up in April. Oh, because they have plenty of time then. April, that's four, and there's three months left. So that's seven more months. That would be a year and something. Jake, what? <laughs> Jake's not good at the math. Okay, so back to this story. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to math. figure out in what period of time will they want to move in together. It's over- seven months. No, seven, seven months. months from now. Which okay, be seven months. Almost Which a year. I'm saying they will be dating. They've been for- together for a year. By the time they're looking to find an yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so disgust i play blackjack sometimes and it it takes well we know that he's not counting cards do you understand why people when i say i'm a year older than him are like wait what (laughs) i'm not dumb i just can't count it's all coming together um no you've been going out for five months he has first of all i need to know how much credit card debt because we're talking like 20 grand in debt I that's, think it has to be significant for him to ask her for like for her. How that's much another money. thing. Yeah. How far into the relationship were you when he asked you for Ooh, money? That's true. Because now this two months doing... in, and he's like, "Hey, just want to let you know, like I'm twenty grand in debt. Like if you want to just float me alone of like a grand, <laughs> that'd be great. Just <laughs> no. This seems like red flag city. Yeah. Like this seems not good. Well, I feel bad for Al, Alice, Alice, Becky, okay, Stacy, <laughs> <laughs> one of them. <laughs> one of them. Listener. Just call her whatever you want. <laughs> but is is the significant other being in debt a reason enough to not be with this person? That's not what I think the question is. The question, the question is, is, should they move in together? Yeah, yes. more so. Oh, well, that's an easy answer. But then I would think that if they're going to stay in a relationship right. for that long, that eventually, right. eventually they're going they're to want to move in together. But how do you know that, okay, here's, and this is where I'm going to start like analyzing the person. Is he saying <laughs> you wonder about all this whistle? I know, made like a squeaky noise. <laughs> um, how do you know the person's not just using you at this point? Mm. What if she's vulnerable and she's clearly showing? I mean, if they're saying I love you in five months and she's like, I want to move in, and he's already asked her for money again, red flag city. Is he using you? Well, she said she stays in relationships for longer than she should because, yeah, because she ignores she, red flags. Yeah, I can so I'm assuming that there's more red flags here that we have not been told about. Yeah, which makes it even worse. Yeah, true. So, but then that's a good question. If, if you, or a good point, if you stay together, eventually you're going to want to move in together. And you're mm-hmm. saying that it's a good idea not to move in with somebody because they have such huge debt. So he's probably still going to have that huge debt. So now what do you do? Well, again, I think it needs to be one of those things where it's, I don't like the part that he's asking her for money. I don't either. After five months, if someone's asking you for money, I don't care how many I loves you, you say, yeah. you don't just like assume 
that you can just ask someone for money. That just seems wrong, I in agree. my opinion. I've asked for $20 from a guy I was dating once, and that made me feel weird. <laughs> and that's not even a big deal. I just needed, like, cash. <laughs> and why is she invested in helping you pay off your credit card? I think that she has a savior complex, because I have a savior complex. Mm. And it sounds a lot like things that I... I wouldn't deal with that, though, because I've actually been in that situation before with an ex of mine who has asked me for money because he's owed so much money How on much? credit cards. How much did not, he ask you for? He asked me for like $400, Whoa. which is like not the end of the world, but that's a significant amount yeah. of money, like enough where it's like, well, then I'm out $400. Yeah. And that yeah. sucks. So I remember the one time he asked me for a lower amount. I want to say it was like 100 bucks, and he paid me back. So when he asked me for 400, I actually noticed myself think about it for a minute because I'm like, oh, he'll probably pay me back. He paid me back the hundred dollars. But then I was like, but now that's kind of this is becoming a reoccurring thing. Yeah. And I don't like the idea that it's becoming reoccurring. Yeah. And I said I didn't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Which then blew up into a huge argument and a huge fight and was like a huge deal to him. Yeah. Which I kind of get. But you got to get where I'm coming from, too. A hundred percent. So it was kind of let's do a give and take situation here, which didn't really work out very well. <laughs> but I get the whole staying with people. Jake will attest to this through a lot of red flags because you have a savior complex. And that's what it sounds like she has. And I've done it before. Don't do it. It's nothing but horrible, horrible end results for you. <laughs> There's no way that you could change somebody. Isn't it crazy how money is such a huge factor in I was just gonna say relationships, but it's really life. Like, okay, that sounds like a really high oh thought. We're getting yeah. no seriously though. Like this, th- this relationship could be amazing, except for the fact. I mean, I'm sure there's other issues if this is going on, but this relationship could be incredible. But this huge factor that he's in a ton of debt and needs and is asking for money is why we're like, no, fuck this. Right? Well, what I, if everything else about this relationship is really, really good? They get along all the time. They like have so much fun. They never argue. But again, my question is, is that really him that she's dating? Because what I'm trying to go back to is saying, is he using her if yeah. after only five months he's already trying to like con his, I don't want to say con, but like but get con. his way in there to be like, <laughs> hey, we should just get a place. Because now it's like, I can't make rent this month. Exactly. I can't make rent uh, this month. Exactly. I can't pay for the election. What bill are his now. intentions? Yeah. It's, that's my question. And or he'll just for like a few months keep putting it on his credit card that he already mm-hmm. has debt in, and then ask her for money later on. Exactly. And now she's I get trapped. What you're saying. Yeah. You don't know, and that's and I get the idea, like where you're going with this about money being so important. How I know. Messed I know up how it that sounds. Is. <laughs> but at the same time, we're at that age where we're adults and we're thinking about our futures. We just went through a whole conversation about 401ks and IRAs <laughs> and all these things. Like we are trying to make it so that our future makes sense and yeah. is like stable. Without a doubt. And if if you can't, I wonder if he has a job because if you same. can't pay off, because you had credit card debt and you made it a point to pay it off and yeah. you paid it off. Yeah, and but you not everybody can their- do that. But he has all of his bills. He has all of his rent that he needs to pay, everything else, and yeah. he still made it happen. You can make it happen. It may take longer, but you can make it happen. Are you actually trying to pay off your credit card debt? Exactly. And- or are you just leaving it like you said you did at one point and you're just kind of like, I don't know where to start. I'm just going to chill. Exactly. And that's, again, what does he do for a cr- I have a lot of questions. I know. So many questions. Can we get this Becky, Stacey? This happens every time. This always happens on the phone. we get an email. Because <laughs> we're like, oh, there's so many other things that go into it. But I kind of like it more vague because then it gives us- the opportunity to ask questions that like maybe Facebook. their friends haven't asked them. You know what I mean? Well, I hope if she's listening right now that, listen, Becky, Amy, Stacy, <laughs> Alice. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> you didn't even say that right. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, mom. Just like check, check for warning signs. Check yourself. 
Yeah, I think maybe pump the brakes, take a step back. I think you should talk to your parents more than anything mm. because your parents know that you're about to take this giant jump with someone who has credit card debt. Are you going to lie to your family now? And your parents always have your best interest in mind. Yep. Mm. Always. Just thoughts. That's good advice. I would sit down with him too. I don't know if you have, and I don't know if you know exactly how much debt he's in because you didn't put in the email, which is totally fine. I'm Understandable. she probably doesn't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you don't know, I think you should ask. I think that 100%. that's a normal question to ask. He might get defensive at first, but I mean, maybe to him, he thinks a lot of credit card debt is yeah. $2,000. Yep. When it, to you, you think a lot of credit card debt is $15,000. 100%. So maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. So you need to figure that out, I would say, first. Second, I think it's really early for you to already be thinking about moving in with each other, especially if it's only seven months down the road. A lot can happen in seven months. Yep. Keep that in mind. That's longer than the period that you've been together. Yes. True. So not to sound like a Debbie Downer. I feel like I always sound like the Debbie Downer when it comes to relationships, but a lot can change. So I wouldn't dwell too much on it. Have the conversation, have a peace of mind or a not peace of mind, depending on how the conversation goes. But you need to have the conversation. You need to be open about it. And then just kind of see how you feel in seven months. Don't dwell too much because like I said, so much can change in seven months. Yeah. So much. Yeah, mm. I agree. Do you have anything to add, Jake? No, it's just interesting. I'm, I've been thinking that we've been getting a lot of of emails and people asking for advice for different things, but it always leads back to, you know, they're trying to move in with somebody. Like, I feel like we've had a lot of these situations where people are trying to move in with their significant others and every single time we're like, no, it's too soon. Well, we're at that age where everybody starts to move in with their significant others because we're not dating for funsies (laughs) anymore. We're dating because we're like, oh, I see a future with you. I want to make babies one day. I want to make your children. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you think the next step then is moving in together, getting engaged Having babies. I think the word is maturity. Yes, there we go. I <laughs> but, don't even know the, what that means. The though. issue is, though, a lot of these people are trying to do it or like trying to move too fast. Well, I think that is a big problem, is because, again, you're always looking at someone else and what they're doing mm-hmm. with their lives. Yep. You never take, stop Facebook. and take a step back to realize you're doing actually a really great job. Mm-hmm. And if you acknowledge that for yourself, you'll probably give yourself a lot more credit. And I think that's where a lot more people need to start. You know what I blame? Fake book. True. Whoa, Jake, you're woke. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, because look at this couple. Did you just call it Insta Shame? Sham. Insta Sham. No, he said Shame. I want to slam my face into this microphone. What? It's a great name because Instagram is so fake. So take this couple for example that just that just bought a house that brought up this whole conversation. Yes. What if they're actually? What if the the girl is actually miserable, and somehow just got stuck into this situation where she couldn't back out of? You know, like they appear to be super happy and just bought a house on Facebook. You can always and then back out of it. You well, right? But you look at this situation like, oh man, like why don't I have that? I mean, Your point I'm not is that like not this. everybody's as happy as they actually look. I don't think anybody's and that you as happy shouldn't as compare they yourself to what other people are doing. Right? Which what is essentially Andrew what Andrew was saying. No, I know, but I'm saying that Facebook makes it so, and Instagram makes it so much worse. It does because it's people people look at my Instagram and of, I only put the fun parts of my day. Everybody, you know, does. like the other Which day is I me, mostly. Yeah, exactly. It is a lot of Andrew. <laughs> it is. That Can I tell you, so many you. people keep coming up to me being like, "I think you're hysterical." Because I are. watch you on Jake's Instagram. Because you are hysterical. No, but that's the perfect example. Like, Andrew and I have so much fun at work for, like, the... You could take this Insta story where we spend five minutes on the Instagram story, and that part of the day is so much fun, but the rest of the day can be complete shit. Agreed. So people are like, wow, you look like you have so much fun. Like, we did for five minutes. (laughs) Again, give yourself more credit, Mm -hmm. listener Amy, Becky, Stacy, Alice, Steve. (laughs) Um, You keep 
adding a new name just, and it's not the name that I came Just give yourself Liza. more credit. If you're not in credit card debt, think about that. Like, first of all, give yourself mm-hmm. a pat on the back. Agreed. What are you working? Think about that. And then think about your life possibly without him. And think about like... And do that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then don't, do it. No, 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 don't do that. Unless it's good for you. And in which case, do what's best for you. But just don't take on someone else's problems as your own. Agreed. That's the hardest part in a relationship too, is not taking on someone else's baggage. Well, you can support someone else's baggage, but you can't take it on. Yeah, but yeah. you still do because you care about that person. That's yeah. the hardest part. Yeah. So it's just a difficult situation. But take it one step at a time. Yeah. Because again, seven months from now, That's you a got long time. time. You could have a baby in that amount of time. I mean, you could kind of. have a baby. <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> you could have a premature baby. Think, of, think of where you were seven months ago. I don't even know what was seven months ago from now. Seven months from now. Today's October, so that would have been... Ten minus you probably minus. just started on the podcast like seven three. months ago. It was March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Ten minus seven is three. It's three. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> So yeah, a lot can change. Take March. your time. What happened in March? I don't even know. And I want to reiterate what we reiterate every single time that we do a listener email and yes. we give advice. We're not telling you what to do. We're just talking it out like how we would talk it out if one of us was going through it. So just take what we say with a grain of salt. Obviously, we don't know all of the situation. We don't Ricky know all I, the details. We don't want to be responsible for people's decisions. I don't want to be responsible for my own decisions, let alone the decisions that the listeners make. Like what if we tell somebody to break up and then, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, though, you guys, when you have to think about this, like you took on something this big. So I feel like you have to stand behind it. Oh, what? we stand behind what we said. But Listen, we're not telling you like break up now. We're I'm telling saying, you dig in. You yeah, might. figure out his finances. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I need a follow up. Amy, Stacy, Becky, Karen, <laughs> Monica. Makes, we're not professional. <laughs> Clarissa. I, mean, I guess nobody. Like Chelsea. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope we helped a little bit. I like Hopefully. Chelsea as a name better. Okay, well, her name wasn't Chelsea. It was Alice. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the one <laughs> out of the 17 names that you just rattled off that you didn't say. Well, just, yeah. It's okay. Mm. It's been a pleasure. Everything you, will be okay. This was fun. I'm glad you had fun. Everything works itself out. Why are you still talking about this? We're moving on. I'm not, I'm not ready to move on. Why? There's nothing left on the bottom of the page. <laughs> oh, the fact that we're going to Gurney's. Oh, right. Well, Andrew's not so going to Gurney's. Yeah, Andrew's not going to be with us. So we're I'm going sad to Gurney's it, but... in Newport, Rhode Island, and Ricky has a wet. So I'm going with Yuritza tomorrow. Ricky has a wedding on Friday night, so mm-hmm. she's waking up at the ass crack of dawn on Saturday <laughs> after over. being really drunk at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I'm just assuming because you know it's yeah. Ricky, and uh, <laughs> driving all the way to Rhode Island to spend your birthday weekend with you. Oh, it is your birthday so weekend nice. tomorrow. Because your oh, birthday's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, Andrew's like, oh, I don't care. No, <laughs> I have your birthday down. I made sure you have a cake. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, what kind of cake. Well, actually, I needed to ask you. (laughs) I think it's going to be vanilla. (gasps) Kind of like you. How about a cookie cake? You want a cookie cake? Yeah. Okay. Wow, I've never got to decide before. It's so cool. Cool, 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 cool. Well, look, everyone's getting positive things out of this podcast. See? Yeah. (laughs) We're a positive light. Wow, you got out of credit card debt and I got a cookie cake. Yeah. Alex got some advice. Everyone self high five. (laughs) 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 That's how we should end every podcast now. Ready? One, two, three. See you next week. What made Vincent van Gogh one of the greatest painters and most tortured souls of all time? Was Harry Houdini predestined to become the great escape artist based on his family's great escape? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz, and on my new podcast, Personology, I'll be joined by amazing experts to delve into the minds of famous historical figures. 
If you want to know what really made exceptional people tick, then take a listen to Personology. Find Personology on March 9th on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, put on some Beatles. No, no, the Stones. How about Tupac? Come on, you got to play Biggie. Maybe some Katy Perry? Taylor Swift, come on. It might be time for another episode of Rivals. Rivals is a new podcast that explores famous music feuds of the past and present. Join me, Stephen Hyden. And me, Jordan Runtog, as we go blow by blow through the best music beefs. And then debate who deserves the upper hand. Pick a side and may the best band win. Tune into Rivals, a weekly podcast from iHeartRadio. Listen and follow Rivals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.